Hello, and welcome to episode 136 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Heather. And I would like to say Charlotte always goes first. And so next week, I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she, you went first last week. That's no, why I, you didn't. No, Charlotte. You actually, you've been raising your hand fairly consistently, <laughs> actually. So... <laughs> Next week, if I remember, it's my turn. Oh, no, no, no. We're going to have to go back to taking turns or something again. Oh, no, no. Now I will remember. And now I am never going first again. Yeah. That's it. Never. (laughs) Well, you're going to have to. Somebody's going to have to go first in a few weeks, and I'm not going to be here. So. It's never going to start. We're just going to be going like this. Just pointing pointing at each other. Yep. All right. So this week on the Disney Park Princess podcast, we had a topic planned and then something happened. <laughs> like it always happens with Disney. <laughs> so Disneyland Paris has announced changes to the FastPass service. Now, before you freak out, this is just Disneyland Paris at this point. But we're going to be getting into it. We're going to be getting into what are the changes. Do we think this is something that could happen at Walt Disney World or Disneyland? We're going to get into all of that. That has now become the entire podcast topic. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But first, we do have a couple of other small holiday week news. (laughs) I call it holiday week news because, you know, A, it's summer. Not much, you know, it's July. Disney knows everybody's on vacation. Nobody's looking at the internet. Nobody's really paying attention. Nobody's really, you know, it's a holiday week. So no major news announcements, except for apparently Disneyland Paris didn't get the memo. <laughs> yeah, obviously, they're not going through a holiday right now. Right. So. It's not their holiday. So there That's you go. That's in a couple more weeks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pe- yeah. France takes the entire month of August off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, they're not concerned about July. Uh, first, and I thought this was actually, I was actually happy to hear this. The flag retreat um at the end of the day has returned to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland now for those of you who don't know the flag retreat is the ceremony where they lower the American flag on Main Street USA in uh the Magic Kingdom and Disneyland and if you've never seen it it's actually really just a lovely little ceremony typically there is a um veteran yeah, veteran. That's the word I was like. I was trying to think of like, you know, a, a member of our armed services, either current or retired, you know, who participates. Um, and it's really actually lovely. And they actually also do it at some of the resorts. Like I know Wilderness Lodge has mm-hmm. a flag ceremony that they do um, that, you know, uh, veterans can participate in. And it's just it's actually really great. If you've never seen it, it's, it's really, it's really yeah, it's sweet. very moving. Yeah, it takes place at sunset. Um and so the time varies. And so it's not, you know, um, check your check with guest services if it is something you want to see. But anyway, that is now back on both coasts. So I was very happy to hear that. Uh, the Flavors of Florida, which is a kind of like a small food festival for Disney Springs, starts today. We're recording this on uh, Tuesday, July 6th. And today is the first day. And it goes through, I forget what date in August. Um, it goes for about six weeks. Uh, and it sounds pretty cute. I love I, I love a food festival that you don't need park admission for. Yeah, I think it, I think it's Disney Springs has started doing this over the past couple of months. Like I, they did um, 
I know they did something for Christmas and there was another one recently Mm -hmm. um, that they did. And now it escapes me what the theme was, but like, it's not an official thing. You know, you can go to these different restaurants or, or, you know, like quick service places and they'll have something with that theme. And it's just, it's just one more thing to kind of get people focused on Disney Springs and attracting more people in, which I don't know that they really need to do because it's busy, but whoever is in charge of their marketing there, I think is really kind of stepping it up and, and, putting one more layer into just the big shopping mall that it kind of is. Yeah. There's so much good food there that, that I haven't had that most of us haven't had. So I think this is great to focus on. It's so hard to keep up with all of the restaurants that are there. I feel like more keep opening all the time. And so it's a good idea to like lure you into these places you may not have tried. Yeah. So it's not like they don't have food booze. It's specialty items that are available at all of the existing sort of locations. So there's lots of key lime pie items, uh-huh. of course. You know, because I mean, orange. When you, right, orange and key lime are like the yeah. two things you think of for Florida food. Yes. Exactly. Um, I really would love to try at uh, Haleo by Jose Andres. Um, the Agua de Valencia, which is a refreshing blend of orange juice, gin, vodka, and Spanish cava. I'm All right. For that. Okay. That sounds Field yummy. trip. Yep. Field trip. Um, there is a watermelon Dole Whip, which I would find to be the only acceptable flavor of Dole Whip, frankly, besides the citrus swirl. <laughs> um, that one's at Marketplace Snacks. And there, anyway, there's, uh, you know, ev- everybody has something. Um, I wonder if they're sharing that recipe because I have a whole bunch of watermelon in my fridge right now left yeah. over. I bet if you Googled it, you could probably. I'm going to maybe research that. Yeah, research, you could probably find that. We'll um, share if I, I will share on our Facebook page if I find it. There we go. Um, but yeah, everybody's got a little something. So um, sounds fun. And again, no, you know, obviously you have to pay for the items at the restaurants or the locations, but there's no admission required. So. Gotta love that. Yay for free. Yay for free. The other big news in Florida right now that is going on currently is Tropical Storm Elsa. People, the memes. Cue all the jokes. Cue all the jokes. Yeah, all the memes. (laughs) It's fantastic. Um, Not the storm the humor surrounding it. (laughs) So it's down. It was a hurricane at one point. It's down to a tropical storm. It could become a hurricane again. Um, Obviously, this is something to be aware of. We are in hurricane season. Um, We have a couple of blogs actually on our website about what to do if a hurricane might affect your trip or what to do on a rainy day at Disney. Um, So go over to DisneyParkPrincess.com and just type in (laughs) hurricane or rain into the search bar and you'll come up with all of our blog posts about that. But what's important to know is that well, Disney World does take these things very seriously. Um, they have done this before, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, if you have a trip planned during this time, obviously contact, you know, your travel agent or Walt Disney World if you have any questions um, for what official things are. But we are seeing that that they are they're currently offering like hurricane meal kits at a lot of the food courts they've already announced. Um, so just in case you have to be in your room for an extended period of time, you can get these sort of hurricane meal kits to. <laughs> get you through so you have something to eat and some water and all that kind of stuff um but they are they are very good at this they have done this before um i actually have clients that deliberately go to walt disney world during like they're florida locals and they will deliberately stay at walt disney world during a hurricane because they're (laughs) a lot more likely to have power (laughs) exactly there's a generator there it's fantastic (laughs) it's it's not unheard of at all and um i've even had people who will will look specifically for the dog friendly places and things like that because they trust it 
Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So hopefully Elsa decides to let it go and it isn't mm -hmm. a problem. I had to, I'm sorry, I had to. Um, and, uh, but if you are in the path of Elsa, please stay safe, pay attention to the weather, do everything that they tell you to do. Um, I think Sharla, you are potentially in the path as am I, right? Potentially. Potentially, um, yeah. Wait. You never know with with the hurricanes whether they come through the gulf or on the atlantic side they they very well could hit us and they very well could just die out before they get to us so yeah exactly you yeah know, we, we we have the possibility of some storms on friday related to elsa but it doesn't sound like it's going to be a direct hit it might just be some rain yeah. so yeah. um hopefully after we had tropical storm Isaias last year, which left me without power for eight days. So yeah. we would. we're not hoping for a repeat of that. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had the uh, Irma a few years ago that was real bad through here. Yep. But uh, that's the that's the worst one that we've had in my area in a yeah. long time. So oh, hopefully yeah. nothing like that. Knock on wood. Yeah, but knocking on. Knocking well, you're on all welcome to come to California, where it is 80 degrees and sunny with no humidity. Oh, if please only. come enjoy our weather. Oh, <laughs> if only I can't afford to live in Los Angeles. Oh, but the weather though, I might. <laughs> I know, right? It, it's way too expensive, but that weather makes it yeah kind of worth it. You get what you pay for. That's what they exactly. always say, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that does it for Disney news this week. Coming up next, we are going to be talking about Disney Premier Access. What it means what it is and does it apply? Will it apply? What do we think is going to happen to FastPass in the future? Uh, we now leave at some point, you know, the realm of reality and we will be getting into some speculation and discussion. So please listen very carefully when when we're trying we're to try to be really clear about what is happening, and what we are speculating on. Hmm. Okay, don't go to don't call Disney and say, well, I heard on the Disney Park Princess podcast that they said that Fast Pass is never returning. Mm -mm. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> That's right. Stay tuned. Okay. Let's get into it. Um, this happened, this sort of came out of like, oh, it was a rumor. And then it was like, oh, nope, it's fact. Like it all happened sort of pretty yeah. quickly this morning. Um, it is fact. It has been confirmed by Disneyland Paris that... Fast Pass as we know it in Disneyland Paris, which is still different than what we have here in the U.S., but Fast Pass in Disneyland Paris is no more. Yep, is being discontinued. Um, it is being replaced with paid access to a shorter queue, which is going to be known as Disney Premier Access. Not to be confused with Disney Plus Premier Access, because exactly right. <laughs> Disney can't pick different names yeah. for everything that somebody would be needs to buy Disney a thesaurus because right? <laughs> yeah. um so this is of particular interest for me because I think we've mentioned it um on the Patreon extra a few weeks ago what our summer travel plans are and if you are a Patreon subscriber you know that I am planning a trip to Paris later this summer and of course that now includes a trip to Disneyland Paris because I'm not foolish so I'm really excited to see See this because um one it affects my travel plans for the next couple of months but also um i'm really impressed with disneyland paris one i book them a lot for my job but just from the three of us when we went their technology game has leveled up about ten thousand percent like you can now 
um, make dining reservations online versus having to call in. Um, so with this latest announcement, they announced not only premiere access, but more updates coming to their app, such as a food hub, um, online check-in for your resort, which is something that we take for granted being from the States. All of our parks here do that, but there you had to wait in line for like an hour remember when we got to newport bay how long we had to wait to check oh in it just, and there wasn't even that long i think of a we line. waited in line longer to check in for the hotel than we did in any ride yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. mm -hmm. so now there's an online check-in which i think is fantastic i mean you still have to go and pick up your tickets as of right now, I don't know if that'll change. Um, but then on top of the premiere access, they also announced um, uh, a standby pass, which is basically kind of like uh, Universal does this here in Orlando. They, um, you know, it's basically like you select a time to come back and wait in the queue. So it's not quite like a boarding group type of situation because there's no mad rush to get it but like I want to ride Phantom Manor for instance and this kind of takes away half of your waiting in line so you select a reservation time to come back and get into the standby queue so you're still going to wind up waiting in line but you can be doing other things for half of that time if that yeah. makes sense yeah. and, that's now, and that's great. part of the social distancing that they're that they're implementing in disneyland paris right now like that's actually if i'm understanding correctly maybe i'm misreading this i might be misreading this but from what i understand is that's actually the only way to to wait in a line at disneyland paris now is you have to make a standby appointment basically for a ride there's no way to walk up and walk and stand in a line no that's incorrect. Okay. Um, so All it right. was last year. This did, You are right. It came as part last October when the park originally reopened before it shut down again. Because don't Got forget it. Disneyland Paris has been open, close, open, close. Um, so now this standby pass, completely complimentary, but it's not always existing. It's kind of like this uh, single rider line at um, Disneyland mm -hmm. here in California, where like sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not. So uh, Disneyland Paris will choose to activate this at different um, different parts throughout the day if it's needed. Um, so it says it's activated during certain periods, subject to availability and dependent on the day-to-day -day needs in the park. So if they feel like the lines are getting too long, they don't have room for them, they're still trying to social distance, that point they'll um, enact this standby pass. Oh, well that's clear as mud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so used to Disney at this point. It's like what, I, they, none of their parks, anything they do ever makes sense to me. But so that's, that's the official word on the standby pass. Okay. So I'm curious to know if, you know, like how the, the Disney apps kind of send push notifications while you're there. Are they going to be sending push notifications to let me know that this standby pass is opening? Because Universal sort of has the same thing on their app. Like if, um, you know, a queue magically opens or wait times or like, you know, return times become available. Supposedly the app lets you know. I was just at Universal and I can tell you that in theory it's a great idea, but it doesn't work. They usually let you know like an hour after you've just gotten off the ride. So uh -huh. are they going to let me know or is this something that I have to keep checking the app throughout the day to see if there's a new queue that's opened up that I can get in? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So Premier Access is going to be a paid per ride per person situation. So this is not like, you know, max pass where it's like a set 
you know, per day type of situation. It's it's literally per ride. And in some ways, I found this fascinating because it almost harkens back to the when the parks first opened, like when Disneyland first opened and you had individual tickets for each attraction, right? Yeah. You had A, B, C, D, and E tickets. You know, it almost feels a little bit like that because the price also varies by attraction. So the price that you're going to pay for a less popular ride, um, it starts at about eight euros per person per ride, and it goes up to 15 euros per person per ride. At today's exchange rate, that's about nine to $20. And not only is it per person per ride, and the cost varies on the ride, it also depends on the day of use. So I'm presuming, you know, like Wednesday morning is going to be more towards that eight euros per person, where Saturday is going to be that 15 euros per person. Yeah. And it, might, and it might be dynamic too, based on demand, you know, like right. in the morning, maybe it's eight and in the afternoons when it gets crowded, maybe it's, maybe yeah. that's when it goes up. Um, the other thing that I found interesting is that you have to be in a park to purchase premier access. So this yes. is not something that you can do from your hotel room. This is not something that you can do in advance. You got to be standing in the park. <laughs> Which is so frustrating to me because I heard about this this morning and I like right now on my computer, I have the Disneyland Paris website pulled up and I'm like, okay, this afternoon when work is quiet, I'm going to go in and buy my passes, but I can't until I get there. And, uh, but at the same time, that also allows you to assess the situation, right? Like I really want to ride Space Mountain and it's a three hour wait. I'm going to spend that 15 euros per person <laughs> and get myself to the front of the line. Or if it's 20 minute late, it's not worth worth it right then. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it has a silver lining in that sense. Yeah. Also, can we talk about um, the attractions? It's not a lot of attractions that are included on it, um, mm -hmm. which is interesting to me because I know there was a lot more attractions when we were there that offered fast pass and not all of them are offering the new premier access um glaringly to me the two that i am shocked that are missing are pirates of the caribbean and phantom manor that's staggering to me also precious coaster is not on that list Precious so, coaster uh i know we didn't get to write it but i don't think it even had fast pass at all which is crazy because there was always a long line there um but so the the official list, the initial attractions, because of course they will add more, I'm sure, if they like if this is successful and they they make money off of it. Um, the initial attractions are Big Thunder Mountain, Hyperspace Mountain, Peter Pan's Flight, Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast, Star Tours, Autopia, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, um, and Ratatouille Remy's Adventure. Um not very many because immediately like before i did any research into it i kind of had just heard that this was a thing in my mind i was like i'm getting this for space mountain and phantom manor like i need to make sure i'm on those rides and with only a few days there like these are what i'm doing and phantom manor is not even on it Interesting. yeah i mean they must have data that, I mean, obviously Disney doesn't do anything for no reason. So they must have data <laughs> that indicates, you know, that yeah. and, the rides that it'd be useful for, but oof. I'm just, I'm curious, like I would be there for like, you know, kind of like a front of line access thing, like Universal has, like, sure, take my $120, whatever it is. And I can now ride these rides whenever I want to, like. To me, that's worth it. It's not worth it to everyone, but for me, it would be, especially with limited time in the parks. I don't know how I feel about 
having to pay per person for every ride that I want to go on. Um, and it, like, am I going to be able to get these passes since I can only wait until like, is it a thing where like, oh gosh, 8 a.m. right in the park, I have to hurry up and book? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So before we move on to the, our speculation portion of this, I do want to say I am happy about this as a theory. Um, like four weeks ago or so, I wrote a blog post on why I don't actually want FastPass to come back to Walt Disney World. I think that there are way better systems that they could do. Therefore, maybe this is one of those better systems. I don't know. It's still, you know, it's still too new in my head to wrap <laughs> to wrap around what it is. But FastPass or this, I mean, any of these systems, Universal's ExpressPass, they slow down the standby line. Mm-hmm. That's a fact based on, you know, people are cutting in front of you because that's what it's designed to do. If you have a fast pass, if you have the Universal Express Pass, then you're golden, but otherwise you're standing in line. So what whatever Walt Disney World chooses to do, you know, the people who don't have that fast pass will be waiting longer. I'm wondering, and this is purely speculation on my part for Paris. Um, right now they're focused only on French citizens going to this park, probably most likely Parisian citizens. Their biggest um, foreign market are the British citizens who just, you know, hop on the the train and come over in a couple of hours. But right now they can't. The borders in France are closed to British citizens. So their biggest market right now are just French citizens. So maybe this is how they like to do a Disney park. Like, let me get there, see what I want to do. Maybe I'll wait in line. Maybe I won't. Like, they're very different culturally than we are here in the States. Mm -hmm. And so this might be something that's beneficial to them, but not necessarily me as I'm going on vacation. Mm -hmm. And so does that mean um, as France starts to open up to more of the world and more people start coming back to their hotels, do, like, in, um, in the Chinese parks guests of Disney resorts get free fast passes X amount a day. Are they going to do something like that for their vacationers? I don't know. Yeah. Right. We should say that Disneyland Paris has actually had kind of a paid fast pass for a little while. Like they've had exclusive perks for guests of select Disney resorts and select room types have right. gotten extra fast passes, which is not a thing that we've ever had. Right. You get, I think it was before you got like three extra per day or something. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Got. Yeah. yeah. And that was only if you were staying on the concierge level. Uh-huh. So not yeah. even, not a, even just every resort guest would have these fast passes. Right. Um, in Shanghai and Hong Kong, every Disney resort guest gets, I think it was, th- it was five in Hong Kong and three in Shanghai. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's something that's coming, but right now they really only have their, citizens like France is only like I want to say last week opened up to citizens from certain countries who were fully vaccinated and if you don't have a vaccine you can't even step foot in the country um so maybe this is something that works for their citizens for the next coming months but then when the world opens up to them again I don't know is that something that's here to stay yeah it'll be interesting to see how it evolves as with any new technology or new process that Disney implements it's it's a continually moving target (laughs) you know (laughs) it's going to change it's going to evolve two weeks from now they're going to announce that you know um 
like for example, right now there are limits to how many premier access attractions you can experience per day. The verbiage is very unclear. We're trying to decipher it. I have a sneaking suspicion it was written in French and then like it's a translation <laughs> yeah. issue. And like we're yeah, it it looks like, and again, we could be reading this completely wrong, that you can only purchase three premier access spots for each attraction. Like you you can't ride hyperspace mountain more than three times using pre like premier access. And it looks like it's a maximum of 12 per day. If we're reading that right, we're just yeah. not sure. <laughs> but but with only a handful open, you know, right. I could see myself paying. So if there's, you know, 10 attractions, that's 80 euros. It's not cheap, but I could see myself doing that. Yeah. Uh, you know, one one time per yeah, but and if I like it, then I'll decide if I want to wait for it again or yeah. pay for it again. And of course, this is all subject to availability. So being yeah. able to get the premier access is not a given. It's I think, like Heather said, it's a little like the virtual queue cut type of situation where you might get it, you might not. So you know, and also, does this slow down? It might slow down. I mean, it's obviously going to slow down the regular line, but not as much as a normal fast pass would because it really is just dependent on how many people want to shell out the extra money. Sure. Like, you know, maybe that day only 50 people want the premier access for Space Mountain. And so there could be good stretches where nobody is coming through that fast pass queue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, adding paid component to it just it just completely upends the whole process. We just have no idea how this is going to go. Don't worry. You know? I intend to report back in September, and I'll let you know how it <laughs> <Excellent>. goes. <laughs> All right. So that is the Disneyland Paris Premier Access Program. Details to follow when Heather gets back. <laughs> From here, the inevitable question and... Some websites who shall remain nameless, but who annoy the heck out of me, immediately then wrote up an entirely new blog post about rumor is Disney Premier Access, you know, Disney Premier Access to come to Walt Disney World and Disneyland. No, that's not what anybody said. Yeah. Not what anybody said. It's clickbait. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. because they get so many hits on their website when they do that, yeah. you know, and so like, they're not stupid. They know what they're doing, but it is all rumor. Could it happen? Sure. Of course yeah. it could, but it hasn't been announced yet. Yeah. It is pure speculation. Now, again, I'm just going to say this for the 80 gajillionth time, just so <laughs> everybody gets it. There are many things at Disney parks around the world that get implemented and never make it to the U.S. parks. Never, ever. There are hotel perks. There are fast pass programs. There are, I mean, there are lots of things that can implement it. There is really no particular reason to believe that this is ever going to come to the Walt Disney World or Disneyland resorts. There's no reason to believe that it's not going to. Like, it's just, it's a right. completely neutral, <laughs> you know. Right. Like, oh, it makes me wonder if, you know, years ago when uh, Fast Pass Plus was introduced, if there was, uh, like a French blog that said, oh, Disney, you know, <laughs> yeah. services are going to change. and Because that's exactly what's happening over here is something yeah. happens to one park and they run with it. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. the French in general are just a lot cooler as, as a culture than we are. And they're just it. like, eh, whatever. When I yeah. get there, I'll fit. Like they just, they don't care. And like you guys were saying, booking a reservation there is entirely different than how we would do it here. Check it. Like 
everything about that experience is very different than yeah. what we're used to. So it, just because it happens there doesn't mean it would come here because it's not the same type of market. So who knows? Yeah, right. So now we enter into just pure speculation. Do we think that the Fast Pass Plus program, as it exists in Walt Disney World, will be returning without any changes? No, I do not. Nope. No. None of us believe that. No. There's <laughs> definitely going to be changes. And yeah. like, yeah. this was kind of like a small blessing to Disney because they were forced to keep their parks closed and reassess everything that they do. So everything that they have been kind of tossing around about for the last five years, trying to figure out how to make it happen, they were able to just take some time and be like, okay, we can do this. And I think that's why we haven't seen FastPass come back yeah. because they're doing whatever backend work needs to be done to introduce an entirely new program. Yeah, yeah. that's what I agree. And oh. Keep in mind, Disney had already announced, anybody remember the Disney Genie way back yeah. before the pandemic? Oh, yeah, that existed for all of a week. Well, it technically still exists. They announced that they were going to roll it out someday. And obviously a pandemic happened and things got, you know, so th there are a million things that could happen. Now, some of the things that have been happening that are sort of fueling this speculation is that um, fast, pass, fast Pass Plus kiosks have begun to sort of reappear, get uncovered. Right. Signs are getting uncut. You know, there do seem to be now that could simply be like, hey, we should probably shake the dust off this cover. <laughs> Everyone, you know, like yeah. it, could be, it could be absolutely nothing or it could be something. Um, but as capacity increases, which Disney has said capacity is going to be continually and gradually increasing as we march towards the 50th anniversary on October 1st. They're going to they're going to have to do something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, I mean, anybody who's been there now, you know, it's miserable. There's, it's not like there's no wait times. There's still hour plus long waits. And so they need something. Yeah. yeah. What I is do, that something? I do agree that they need something. What? I don't know. You know, I don't have the answers to it. I just, I have never liked this Fast Pass Plus system myself. I liked the old way that they did it much better. You know, the what they call a legacy fast pass what mm -hmm. disneyland paris formerly had but right before this um all of that so i don't know what they're going to do i do believe they're going to do something i don't think it will be fast pass plus as we have come to note hallelujah i didn't like fast pass plus either in my dream world if i got to have a say and disney just listened and did exactly what i wanted it would be the max pass program from disneyland but free because it's the best of both worlds. I don't need to know two months in advance what ride I'm gonna ride. I don't have to stress out whether or not I got that fast pass. I just do it the day of after I've been in the park and I think, oh, I'm at Pirates of the Caribbean. I would really like to ride Haunted Mansion soon or I'd like to ride Space Mountain and I can look at my phone, see what's available, get myself a fast pass and not have to run across the park. But I also then don't have to pay $15 a person for one day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick how they would do it, and I look, I, I'm saying this knowing that this will not work, but I absolutely love Universal's Express Pass. That being said, I know it will not work at Disney because it's a sheer volume of people, but Universal's Express Pass is free to anyone staying in their deluxe resorts. 
and then you can pay for it if you're not staying in their deluxe resorts. So I would like something like that. I know there's a whole lot of issues with it. I'm not, it, I just think the system works. So. I agree with you. I would like to see something closer to the Universal Express Pass. Not that exactly necessarily. I do think it is going to be paid. I do think, I do think Disney is going to offer a paid option. I don't know if that's going to be the only option. My suspicion is there's going to be sort of tiers. Um, that would be my guess, but we'll see. Who knows? But I, you know, I chafe at the notion, and this is actually something we forgot to discuss, and we should maybe go back and discuss this, but they Disney recently announced that the Deluxe Resort and Deluxe Villa Resort guests are going to be getting some extra perks in the form of evening extra magic hours. Uh-huh. I'm surprised we haven't seen a bigger backlash to that. I thought for sure there was going to be like a massive outcry. And I think it's mainly just Disney sort of hinted that this would be, I mean, they said that this would be coming, but it's, they haven't implemented it yet. They haven't said when they haven't said, I think once that becomes a thing, we're going to see a large backlash to, well, why should they get special perks that I'm not getting for? Here's the deal. They're paying more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're paying more. And so I'm completely fine with the deluxe resorts getting perks that the value. I think that's a fantastic idea. I mean, again, I Um, normally stay in deluxe resorts. And so I understand that there's plenty of people who can't afford that. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But people who are paying $900 a night should get an extra perk versus someone who's paying $120 a night. And I'm sorry, that's just. Disney yeah. has to give somebody something to encourage them to pay that much. Yeah. People people get the opinion people seem to have the opinion that because they've paid for admission to Walt Disney World that that should give them access to everything the same as everybody else. That isn't how it works. That isn't how this our system works. Just because I have a driver's license doesn't mean I have the right to drive a Mercedes-Benz. Mercedes-Benz. No, I drive a Toyota RAV4 because that's what I can afford. People that drive Mercedes and BMWs, that's what they can afford. They make more money than I do. Theoretically, they work harder. I'm not going to get into the whole how capitalism works, but (laughs) Walt Disney World is not immune to or exempt from financial realities, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I suspect that FastPass Plus, um, we're we're going to see, you know, a range of options. There's going to be, you know, maybe some free options. You get one FastPass per day, whoever, whatever, or, you know, premier access per day. If you want more, you can pay more or stay at the fancier resorts. That's my prediction. Yeah. Uh, this is yet another reason to plan as far in advance as you can right now, because the l- availability is so limited and while you can ever you can never rely on a discount, the price difference between right now between the deluxe resorts and the moderate resorts is a lot. And hopefully, you know, if there's a discount, then it comes down to less of a difference. But I had somebody the other day ask me what the difference was to upgrade to a deluxe resort from their moderate when the the new perks came out, and they deserve they were like, no, this is I can't do it. It's not worth it. So. Yeah. And I think we're going to see that more and more. Yeah. But, but that's an, you know, that's my whole point. It wasn't worth it to them. Right. Right. And that's okay. It's, you know, 
Well, but just it's... going back to before we started recording, we started talking, like, we just amongst ourselves were talking about this Disneyland Paris premiere access thing. And I was like, great, I'm getting all of them. And Sarah's like, you're going to pay a lot of money. I'm like, yeah, but I have two days in the park. So for me, it's worth it. If I had five days in the park, I probably wouldn't want all of my premiere access. But knowing or that I'm there. Than, or more than two people, because then you have to pay for the kids for and the, all of that. Yeah. Everybody. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, would I pay for it too if I were going? Yep, I sure would. <laughs> mm -hmm. I just wish, going back to Disneyland Paris, I would love to see a daily option. Yeah, you know, give like me you can you can pay euros per, for yeah, the day, eighty and, euros for the day, and you get whatever. You know, yeah. Um, just for, maybe for that'll me. come. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that'll come. Yeah, I would hope. Um, but I agree with you, Heather. I really like Max Pass at Disneyland. So my only problem with Max Pass is that you did have to pay for it because um, we're so used to the Florida parks where everything is free and we've just been conditioned to that, that I was like, oh, well, if Disney World can do this, why doesn't Disney land? And again, it's a different clientele, right? It's mm -hmm. a bunch of annual pass holders that are going there every other day. And, and so to them... Not everybody's buying Max Pass because they don't need it because they're there four times a week. So it, it just what works in what market. But I would love to see Max Pass that is not paid and you can just go and like do fast pass. Like I, my least favorite thing about a Disney world vacation is all of the planning that is required and that is coming from somebody who makes a living out of planning <laughs> vacations i genuinely like to plan vacations but disney almost takes all the fun and spontaneity out of their vacations lately with oh we got to do the dining now we have to do fast passes oh there's just so much yeah well that's why i like the dining at 60 days in advance versus 180 days yes. in advance too yeah thanks i do hope they keep that the problem with that, though, is that if I'm making my, if I if I have to decide what park I want to be yeah. at that far in advance, then I might as well decide where I'm, I'm going to eat yeah. that far in advance. You know? Yeah, that's true. I do think that will that will go away, but um, it's not anytime soon. So, no, you're right about that. Yeah. So anyway, um, all right. I think that's it. Did we? You know, is there anything else that we want to? I just I'm going to touch on very very quickly what you said about the like you were surprised there was no more of a backlash about the deluxe perks yeah like I there was coming <laughs> there's way more backlash about something that is happening halfway across the world and the potential for this premiere access to <laughs> yeah West parks versus like what actually has already happened here like nobody seems to care that they well i'm missing out on this extra magic hour it's something that i used to have but now i can't have it because i'm staying at pop century versus complete speculation on something that Disneyland Paris, by the way, has been doing stuff different from us since forever. Like there are different meal plans and they're it's just so different, so different. And nobody ever gave any thought to it. And now all of a sudden, like we're up in arms over this and I just yeah. find it interesting. Yeah, it's fascinating. Well, and I think they, I think Disney tucked that information about the deluxe resorts. Like it was like, it was like, and we're doing this, and we're doing this, and we're doing this, and by the way, we're doing this, and then yeah. we're doing this, and we're doing this, you know? <laughs> I don't think people- Very really excited when I read it, because I'm like, oh yeah, oh, no. and I did extra magic hours, and then I was like, I'm not going to go to them anyway. I'm going right. to be asleep. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'll be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> But if you wanted to, you could. One day you don't know. Maybe yeah. I have a glass of champagne and now I'm wide awake and I'm partying at Epcot. 
well, so what do you know, our listeners, our beloved listeners, what do you guys think about this? Like, what are your thoughts on you do you it. want FastPass to come back? Do would you like to see something else new? Like, what do you think of the Disneyland Paris? Um, you know, we do we certainly do have listeners in other countries, according to our Podbean data anyway. Um, you know, if if Disneyland Paris is your local park, like what you know, what do you think about this? Um, email us at info at disneyparkprincess.com and let us know. And we are doing the listening. If Disneyland oh, Paris is your local park, please email Heather at disneyparkprincess.com. <laughs> With all of the current food things I need to eat. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that too. Um, our listener Q&A episodes are coming up next week. So um, we have, I think, at least two episodes planned right now, but we're recording them all in one day. Um, so this is your last chance, last warning. You need to have the listener questions to us by next Monday, as long as you have them to us by the end of the day on Monday, July 12th, they should make it into one of the episodes. Um, we might have enough for three. We'll we might have enough for three. We'll see. see. We'll see how we keep going. Um, so you can email us at info at DisneyParkPrincess.com. We have a lot of questions. We will do our absolute best to get to all of them. Some of them, however, are like duplicates or they're very similar. So we might, you know, if something is a duplicate, we might not. Um, we'll answer it, but it might not specifically be your <laughs> you know, question. Um, and that does it for this week's episode of the Disney Park Princess podcast. Thank you so much for listening to episode 136. Our Patreon extra is coming up next. And we're going to be talking about what are we watching this summer and what should Sarah watch <laughs> this summer? Because I'm going to have a lot of TV watching time on my hands for um, quite a number of weeks. And we'll get into why that is and where I'll be, because I'll be MIA for a while um, on the Patreon Extra. So if you are not a Patreon supporter, please go to patreon.com slash Disney Park Princess to get all of that bonus content. And that's it. Next week is listener Q&A. Last chance, last call for questions. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.